this summer we're bringing you double koi gig let's get to the Russo goal straight away like a back heel nutmeg like it was <laughs> for me it was one of the moments of the tournament subscribe to the OTB koi gig pod on the OTB sports app now OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs razor with exfoliating bar some of these critics, these pundits. I absolutely adore them, lads. I have unbelievable time from, but they're a great bunch, but it's not acceptable. I'd like to play the hard man when, when they're on it. It's not very pleasant when you're trying to manage a team. All you're looking for is a bit of civility and a bit of decency, but they just dismiss you like, like you know, you have nothing to do with the bloody occasion. Now, the Quick Picks winners of the last three years are right here, you and I. Where's Adrian Barry? Not here. Well, Tommy Rooney, I don't know, but I'm not a winner. Not yet. Ah, you're, you're ahead of everybody. Unless something dramatic is going to happen. <laughs> I don't know if we the percentage is... Ah, here they soon. are. Oh, no, Tommy's gone level with you. 76. Oh! Wow. What? Okay, this is a lot closer than I thought it was. I thought you were a bit further ahead of Tommy. I've written Tommy off way too quickly. Owen and Adrian, look at how far they are behind us, though. I don't know how that works now. So last week I was in the lead. Mm. And me and Tommy had the same, the same teams. And you both picked Kerry to win, right? Yeah. This is pretty questionable. Yeah, so we need to look into that. Yeah. We need an independent observer to look at these uh, stats at the end of this. But Colm, our producer, is just throwing his hands up to heaven and saying, look, these are the stats. This is what I think it's... uh, Mainly been Cameron, who's been watching them over the last while. I much prefer when there wasn't actually a table. Okay. We still got the... What did you do then? I don't know. We just kind of went. Oh yeah, <laughs> our predictions weren't great last week. We do Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of like that. We got no. We're all doing really well. I, I think look a seventy six percent, and my guess was that seventy two percent hit rate's not bad. Not bad, and you won it last year. I did the last two years. Did you get it in for it? Will no. I got I got to do um, a video back to Adrian because I was away I think at the time, and the volume was down on the video on YouTube. So that's how much that's how much celebration I got. That <laughs> lovely. I think, pe- I think people heard it on OTB Sports Radio. So if people are listening in that way this morning, you know you're guaranteed to hear everything. Uh, but unfortunately for the YouTube, the volume was down when I was uh, giving my address. That wasn't Adrian doing that on purpose, do you know? <laughs> yeah, I got a promotion apparently as well, according to Colin. Oh right, okay, good stuff. Yeah, I think uh, you should absolutely have a little uh, medal at least trophy yeah yeah. maybe we'll we'll bring that in gold, silver and bronze because we only at this stage I think given that we're this week only doing the senior ladies football final we'll probably do the senior camogie final for next week so we've only got two games left so given that you and I almost certainly have had the same pick this week you or Tommy are going to win yeah, well, um, we're still going to um, look into that now. I'm not fully uh, sure if that is the exact result. We'll look at the calculations. Let's, let's have a look <laughs> at the graphic then and see who everyone has picked because Tommy, Adrian and Owen are all in abstention. Look at Owen going for pride here <laughs> and going for Kerry just to create the Mead flag in the middle of the predictions too. Exactly. Uh, with one PC yellow through the green. Um, right, tell me why Mead are going to win, Ash, before we can consider how Kerry could win. I think it's going to be a really close game and the reason that I'd say that Mead might be able to push on is because they did it in game after game against Galway in the last kick of the game Emma Duggan stood up they know how to do it in those crucial moments in the dying minutes so if it comes down to that which I think it might it might go the whole way to the wire and it might come down to the last few minutes then I would be back in Mead to be able to push on because they've been in that situation time and time again so for me, um, that's where where I see it being being won and lost. Now, 
who knows like if if Kerry can break down their defensive structure if they can get in on goal they're well able to score goals they did it against Mayo but it was very easy against Mayo to get those goals I felt you know that at times they, it looked like they were going to score goals again and again they were just really walking through that defence Um and look, I spoke with some of the Mayo uh, management and stuff after a team and they said that's how it felt to them. You know, it, it wasn't a, a great performance by them, especially in that first half. Much better in the second half. But uh, yeah, they're, they're dangerous going forward. But uh, I don't think they're going to have as much freedom against Mead. So for me, just just about, I would say, Mead will, will edge it. But yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Yeah, look, um, I take Noel Healy's point from yesterday's OTBM that this Kerry team, many of them have been around for a while. They've still got players who were there a decade ago and they were last in the final and they are backboning that team. You had your video, Ash, which went viral with Louise Galvin, who's come back in to uh, bolster her panel this year only a few months after she's given birth. And these are, you know, a help for Kerry. I thought Kerry played pretty well against May. I watched the game in the telly a couple of weeks ago when the doubleheader was on. But I was... A bit like you, maybe a bit more impressed by what Mead had to do. They were up against a Donegal team who had put a full lockdown on Dublin in the round before. It was looking a little bit ropey for Mead at different times in trying to break them down. And then Mead still had the X factor. In that case, it was Emma Duggan just scoring remarkable points. And when you've got talents like that and you've got Ficky Wall, maybe you've got Stacey Kyo, these type of players who can make a difference up front. I think if there are difficult questions posed of Mead in this final this weekend, I'm sure you're going to agree with everything I've just said, <laughs> I think they can find the answers. Yeah, and like things have happened throughout the games. They've got Simbins, you know, they had a yellow card for, for Vicky, for Moira. They had that in the Leinster final against Dublin as well. I know they didn't come out on top that day, but they don't seem to panic. And that is a massive thing with this team that when it comes right down to, to the last minute, dying minutes to get over the line, they don't panic and they're able to push on. So for me, that's where it'll come down to. It's All-Ireland final day. Hopefully we'll have a big crowd in Crow Park. It's a massive occasion for both teams really massive now for Kerry you know that they haven't been there in so long as you mentioned Louise Galvin Louise Nimmerhurt these players that have been there time and time again you know this is their chance and they're going to look at it like that this is their chance these days don't come around too often so they're not going to let it pass them by too easy that's for sure and I'm sure their management um, are going to have their, their homework done on me they know exactly how they play but hopefully they stick to their their way of playing and they don't change it up completely to try and you know play against Mead in a way to, to stop them I think it's going to be more play your own style uh, trust the process trust what why you've got here you know in the first place because they do play a great brand um, but yeah uh, it, it, they're a great team they're a great side and you couldn't write them off well you really couldn't Yeah I'm hugely looking forward by the way to the intermediate final which is the all Leinster f- affair between Wexford and Leash these two team, teams played an absolute cracker in Port Leash earlier this year in the Leinster semi-final uh, Leash were up by double digits in the game and Wexford somehow fought back and in the six minute of injury time, the equalised, sent it extra time won in extra time, you would have thought maybe that would have had some psychological scarring for Leash, but the last day out Leash played against Clare in Roscommon in Kiltoum and managed to win after extra time in the heat, Mona Ernie scored 114, 110 of it from play which incredible. is just absolutely incredible, incredible story about Mona Ernie, last time the Leash played in the final was the senior decider in 2001, guess who was the mascot for Leash on the day? Yes, it was her <laughs> and her best memory was getting a cooked breakfast on the way to the game which was her award for being the mascot for the Leash team and this time she goes out to lead them out basically as their main player in the final against Wexford so the intermediate that final lovely. That's, that's uh, really it's, it's a lovely magic story yeah. I think during the middle of the pandemic it was the 20th anniversary and there were photos of Mo who um, you know 
was basically there with all the players and effectively being brought around before the game and they were all keeping an eye on her and then there's still some of the players that have just retired in the last year or two that were there on the day too so she's still that link back to their team in 2001 but Wexford a bit like me got to the final lost the final mm-hmm. they'll now look to win an intermediate final and we'll see how they kick on after that OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 